What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Alexander, the voice in the void, the lone wolf, your favorite host of the list. Welcome to the Tweakle Podcast. Welcome to the Saturday show where we recap as much news from the week before as we possibly can. I have a good show for you today. Uh, we are going to start off where we intended to start off yesterday, but we didn't for obvious reasons. If you listened to the episode yesterday, you know why we didn't. But it's a new day, a new opportunity, and we have a lot of news that we have to get through today. Plus, I am still going to tell you what's going on with my new music and the book and the possible movie that may be coming down the pipe. Um, So let's get right into it. So as we get into the news, to take a step back and talk about a few older things that are affecting some newer things. Uh, one of those older things from earlier this year, we know that Avatar The Way of the Water has already come out. It's, what, 10 or 12 weeks into its run. It's at $2.3 billion, and it's still making money. Uh, Got to give it to James Cameron. He knows what the people want, and he gives it to them in spades. Um, I'm happy for him. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that people are actually excited to go see movies again. I don't particularly care if it's Marvel, DC, uh, indie films, a damn James Cameron action. But I don't care. As long as people are going to the movies again, I like to see movies be the uh, main source of entertainment. Not everybody sitting at home on streaming. Yeah, that's a good thing in, in my book. Um, yeah, like I said, at $2.3 billion and still growing, that's a big number. It's what, a third, third highest now grossing film of all time, period ever (laughs) so hey man that's something james cameron can hang his hat on now like i said this is avatar 2 now supposedly the next avatar movie should be uh sometime next year 2024 now there's a rumor that i have been made aware of that james cameron will be hooking up with arnold schwarzenegger to make films again and it would be avatar 4 which would be 2025 or 2026, whichever one it would be. And he would, and that means Arnold would sign on to be in the film and he would be playing some uh, high official in the Navi. So let's see how that goes. The last time uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and James Cameron worked together, 1994 for the film True Lies. And if you've never seen that film, you need to watch it. It is a really good Arnold Schwarzenegger film. Um, so like I said, some, uh, some other older things that we should probably uh, talk about, uh, the last of us started the season. If I'm not mistaken, the season just ended a couple days ago. I've, I think I have one more episode I have to watch. Um, it, to me, it is a fantastic show. It just like the game, but not exactly like the game. Um, and a lot of people are upset because of that one specific reason. Um, the biggest complaint about the show thus far is that there is not a lot of infected shown in the series and i believe that you didn't need a lot of infected for the tv series this isn't the game if you wanted to see a ton of infected like the game play the game this is a completely different medium i've said this a thousand times once you start talking about porting properties from one medium into another you're never going to get a 100 percent uh, uh, poured over from one side to the other. It is always going to be changes. There's always going to be omissions and additions somewhere along the line. This is TV. It's not a video game. If you wanted to, like I said, if you wanted to see all the infected, play the video game. The, this video game's not going anywhere. It's exactly the same as it was when they originally released it. We don't need a lot of infected. Uh, it's all about the drama. The series is all about the drama. It's all about 
the characters and character building and i promise you if you just be patient by the time season two comes out which there will be a season two it's obvious that they're going to do at least one more season by the time that comes out we're going to see a ton of infected but and but like i said to me the show is fantastic i get why people don't like it but at the same time i don't get why people don't like it um also returning was the mandalorian that started not too long ago and it's looking good so far the two episodes that i've seen um it's going to stretch out until april 19th because it's only running eight episodes uh, and pedro pascal st- uh, stars in both of those shows in mandalorian and in last of us uh dude is getting big he's blowing up i pedro pascal is a really good actor uh the bubble i've talked about that movie before he's he's already he's in that as well if you haven't watched it just just watch him and watch him act the man is just a really good actor he's making moves in similar to the way that jonathan majors is making moves now jonathan majors himself is really going going into the big time he has two movies out right now one being creed three and the other being Ant-Man Quantumania. Um, Ant-Man is at the box office so far at $519 million. Most people don't like it. I get it somewhat. Um, I just attribute that most people don't like the, uh, don't like Ant-Man Quantumania because there's this gigantic wave of Marvel hate. Just hate on Marvel movies without actually looking at things critically. People are just hating Marvel movies. I, it is not that they're getting tired of comic book movies because if it, if they were then they would be turning against dc as well but it's not most of the hate is directed strictly at marvel for some odd reason um and but creed 3 is a hit everybody loves the movie i've seen it i love it if you haven't seen it i say go watch both i actually thoroughly enjoyed ant-man uh quantum mania now i will say this ant-man quantum mania is not an ant-man story in the comic book uh we'll talk about that next week i'm going to give you a good decent review of ant-man and of creed 3 next week so just hold on to it and i'll tell you exactly uh why it's not an (laughs) ant-man why it's not an actual ant-man story uh spoiler alert that's not an ant-man story that's a fantastic four story but we will get into that next week but yeah jonathan major stars in both of those movies um i'm glad to see him finally getting some uh much due um much due attention for just how great of an actor he is uh the first thing that i saw him in where i personally was like yeah this dude is a star was lovecraft country and that got canceled unceremoniously and unnecessarily it was such a damn fantastic show and i hate the fact that they canceled it um i gave you my thoughts on why i think they canceled it we're not going to rehash all that because if we do i'm liable to get a little angry about it so i'm going to leave it alone uh, so and speaking of movies cocaine bear also came out now cocaine bear is contrived it's ridiculous it's bloody and it is perfect it is not meant to be taken seriously yes it is based on the true story but the bear didn't go crazy in real life he just kind of just had uh, you know the giggles and didn't die i mean but after eating like 10 pounds of cocaine of course the bear was going to heart basically exploded in his own chest but it's still just a fun popcorn film for you to go sit and watch and enjoy and nine times out of ten that's all movies are for they shouldn't have you know they can but we shouldn't be attributing all our political uh, nonsense to every single movie that comes out right just if you haven't seen cocaine bear watch it you will laugh i promise you you will laugh um, and coming soon, 65 with Adam Driver. Now, everybody's early reports that everybody's calling this a Jurassic Park ripoff. But considering that it's 
a sci-fi film, I don't see how it how it could be a Jurassic Park ripoff. Yes, Jurassic Park is partly sci-fi, right? But considering that they actually can clone animals, it's not really sci-fi. It's basically just, you know, everything is science fiction until it becomes science fact. So Jurassic Park really isn't sci-fi. 65 will be a lot of sci-fi. Uh, also coming is Scream 6 um, that opens, actually opened yesterday. Yeah, it opened on Friday. No kidding. And uh, so did Demon Slayer, uh, another movie. I don't want to see the new Demon Slayer movie. It's an anime movie, by the way. And I love anime, but I don't want to see this one. It's an obvious cash grab. It's It looks like a recap of things that have already happened in the series. So if you've never seen anything of Demon Slayer from the series, this will be all new. Then I suggest that you go and watch the film. But if you've been watching the series, I can honestly tell you, you can just skip the film. There's no point in you wasting your money to go see the film when you've already been watching the series. Um, and also coming soon, I totally almost forgot, Super Mario Brothers. That'll be here on April 5th. And I can't wait for that. That's going to be a good movie. I don't care what anybody says. I believe Chris Pratt is going to do great as Mario. Everybody else is going to be really good. I mean, Jack Black is playing Bowser. Come on. That is going to be fantastic. That that dude is he just knows how to you know deliver the funny and i believe he's gonna do real good i believe the entire cast is gonna be good um and everybody's just hating the movie because a lot of people just don't like chris pratt yeah he's a goof and he kind of sticks his foot in his mouth every time he says something especially on social media but when it comes to acting he's actually pretty good so we'll just <laughs> we'll just wait until the film comes out and we'll see how it goes um in gaming news there are a lot of games that are on the way uh, over the next eh, month or so going into April, uh, like Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. It looks real, it looks kind of like Ghost of Tsushima, but, but different still. Um, that's coming out on, uh, I want to say, I thought it was the 13th, but it's not. Uh, it's the March 8th. It actually is already out now. Isn't that something? I thought it was March 13th, but it's not. It came out on March 8th. Um, Resident Evil 4, the remake, is on March 29th. Um, I don't particularly want to play that. I not a big fan of the resident evil series anymore i was you know years ago but i'm just it, it's you're they're based they're beating a dead horse <laughs> seriously i don't need to see it anymore um but the big names as far as game releases for the month obviously destiny 2 lightfall and hogwarts legacy now hogwarts legacy was is a hit plain and simple full stop period end of sentence it is a huge hit um and it hasn't even come out on every single console yet uh, it's not going to hit pc or uh playstation 4 until april and it's it's still early march so you got a long way to go but it's a massive hit already with it just being on xbox and um and other places but just just wait until it hits P playstation 4 and you know the the older generations and on pc it, it I, I guarantee you it's gonna double what it's already done it's made a ton of money already and i played it a little bit it is a fantastic looking game it is a fantastic feeling game i just wish they had a, a you know little in-game things like quidditch i wish they would have had that or maybe that's further along in the game like i said i'm not that i've only played it a little bit so uh from what i've seen there's no quidditch and i wish they would if they, that's not in there i wish they would have thrown that in there it would have made me like the game a little bit more and the other one destiny 2 lightfall now i've been playing that off and on for a few weeks now uh ever since it's released back into at, at the end of february and just let me tell you this destiny uh bungie who makes destiny they already had a problem within their fan base um their fan base felt like 
Destiny was taking too much away and making people pay more and more for a DLC for less and less. And with this newer one, they kind of, you know, fans have kind of gotten uh, another bullet to fire at Bungie about this exact topic. Now, me personally, I think so far, only two weeks in, I think Destiny, uh, Destiny 2 Lightfall is okay. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's the best one they've ever done by no stretch whatsoever, but I think it's okay. It's fun so far. Um, a lot of the story aspects that people were expecting to see, they didn't get it. But you're talking about uh, with Lightfall being launched and then the final shape that's coming down the line. You're talking about two calendar years at the very least of story content and gameplay that they have to fulfill before the end of this game runs because it's a 10 year game 2024 will be the last of it um but uh, you know 2025 will be the last of it um but still they have to fill these two two and a half calendar years left of gameplay and story so yeah you're not going to get everything all at once and people just need to chill so i just say to all my destiny 2 devotees just like myself just be patient be patient let's see where this goes if we get to the end and uh, we still have a lot of questions i'll be the first person to say hey bungie dropped the ball this is bullshit they need to go back and they need to uh, offer an apology but for now i say be patient <laughs> so in other news uh chris rock just released his uh newest stand-up special uh, selective outrage i personally enjoyed it i don't think it's one of his best I think Tambourine was better than this and a few other ones that he've done are way better than this. Um, you can tell that he's still, maybe it's because it was live instead of being taped like a lot of uh, stand-up specials are. Maybe for this one, he should not have done it live, but you can still you can still tell that he's still kind of angry about what happened and he was getting emotional while telling some of the jokes. While some people may have a problem with some of the jokes he was saying, because in this current uh, cancel culture climate that we live in, try saying that three times fast, a lot of the things he said did piss off a lot of people. But whether or not you're pissed off about what he said, what you can't say is that he lied. Everything he said in it was true. Everything he said in it was true. We talked about the Will Smith, me, me and you, we talked about the Will Smith situation with him slapping Chris Rock. I said it then. I understood why Will did it. I understand and I was not offended at the same time by the joke and I, nobody should have been offended at the same time by the joke that Chris Rock said but I still understood why Will Smith did it now the only person really in this that is culpable for anything is really me and you because we are part of the problem for, seriously if you are one of these people that say well you know he shouldn't have said nothing about Jada and then yeah that's why Will slapped him because he was standing up for black women well guess what You've been calling Will and Jada names since the whole entanglement thing. You're part of the problem. And that's why I think Chris Rock's uh, special was so spot on. Look at the title, Selective Outrage, because that's what most people have nowadays. Selective Outrage. <laughs> if you don't understand that title, you better take a good long look in the mirror because most people nowadays have Selective Outrage. You're mad at one thing, and then when, as soon as somebody who you like more than somebody else does something then you could just say ah well you know he had reason so i'm not really going to kill him on it it's it's like you can't if you don't like something no matter who does it and no matter when they do it you're going to have to be mad at them if not then you're you're basically being a hypocrite not even basically you're just flat out being a hypocrite 
but that's a whole different story we'll talk about that at another time because lord knows i can i can go into that tangent for about an hour hour and a half and i don't want to do that um if you are familiar with the name jeff goldblum then you're familiar with his career and going back to 1986 he did the movie the fly well they're getting ready to do a remake because that's what hollywood is doing nowadays they're doing lots and lots of remakes um but it won't be him returning to his role they are going to recast the center role that jeff goldblum played with zendaya of all people that was it i don't know how that's gonna play out but i am intrigued the fly was such a fun sci-fi movie back in the day i remember it as a kid so if they're going to redo it then they can redo it if they're going to cast zendaya that's on them i'm going to check it out and see how good it is but the fly the original from well it's not the original but the one from 1986 that starred jeff goldblum really good the original by the way starred vincent price and if i'm not mistaken it was in black and white yeah yeah so you can go watch both of those at your earliest convenience um there's an exclusive report that i also got that says that will smith will return as deadshot going forward under the james cameron uh regime over at dc which is cool i'm glad that will smith is back to working i don't i didn't want to go see emancipation i thought emancipation was trash i'm so sick of them making slave movies let's do something else starring black people please that's that's old trope that's dead let that go uh, <laughs> seriously um i don't even want to see it i didn't even want to see it because i thought it was just black pain porn um and they, they i get tired of seeing uh, black folks as slaves in every other movie anyway but him returning as deadshot is good now he was supposed to be in the soft reboot as deadshot but scheduling conflicts he didn't he wasn't able to do it so they had idris elba show up and idris elba's character was pretty much dead shot from the comics um but he was basically Bloodsport. in uh he idris elba played Bloodsport from from the comics but his character in the movie was more like dead shot from the comics so if they actually do another suicide squad movie or another dc crossover with all these characters and idris elba returns as his character and uh and will smith shows up as deadshot man that movie's gonna have a lot of star power i don't care what the story is it's just gonna be good to see those two on screen acting opposite of each other and i got a feeling whatever they do together it's gonna be a big hit so i can't wait to see that um going forward we're going to see joaquin phoenix in the movie napoleon um i'm not really that you know happy to see a napoleon movie i don't particularly care about napoleon but i got a feeling it's gonna be good number one it's Ridley Scott. Every, every movie I've ever seen Ridley Scott do, I liked. So I'm more than likely I'm going to like this. But the big thing is this movie is getting a rated R rating. And that's good. A movie about Napoleon should have a rating. Uh, it should have a rating of R. It shouldn't be NC-17. It shouldn't be uh, you know, any other rating but R. Right? It's, we're talking about Napoleon. They did a lot of crazy stuff. And one of those big things that they're doing is they're talking about um, uh, it's a lot of uh, violence and a lot of sexual acts in the, in the film. And it's Joaquin Phoenix. The man can act. He gave you the Joker that you all love so, so very much. So let's cross our fingers that this movie is, uh, is as good as we expect it to be. Um, Henry Cavill and Anthony Mackie are in talks for Kingsman 3 now i love the first one uh the second kingsman was eh it was okay it was in the middle i liked it but i didn't like it as much as i should have i think so now here they come with a three and henry cavill and anthony mackie a dc and a marvel veteran are in talks with uh kingsman three i don't know how that'll work 
but I am willing to wait and see how that goes because I want to see both of them. I want to see both of them in this film. And and Kingsman has turned into what's the word I'm looking for here? And almost like a caricature of itself, right? <laughs> so I want to see how this is going to play out for uh, everybody involved. I got a feeling if they actually do uh, make it into the film, I think this is going to be the best one of the trio. That's really kind of hard to do. Usually the third one is the one where they jump the shark and it's just bad. But I got a feeling that if those two sign on to this film and they do Kingsman 3 with them in it, I think the third one will be the best one out of the three. So let's talk about the Batman for a second. Now, I talked about that movie extensively. Sat here and did a review with Willie right after we both saw it. And after I saw it a ton of times in hell, I've gone and saw it again at the theater before long. Um, look, I, it, I adored the movie. Um, truly, everything about it was just fantastic. It was damn near <laughs> you know damn near uh, uh a perfect movie I, I said that in the review now if you didn't know there will be a spinoff series coming soon from the batman it'll star colin farrell as uh oswald cobblepot aka the penguin um and that's really good because if you have not seen the movie number one where the hell have you been but number two colin farrell as oswald cobblepot is unrecognizable you do not know that that's Colin Farrell. That makeup department and the, that, the prosthetics he wears and his acting with the with the limp that makes him look like he's waddling like a penguin. It is so damn good. You don't know it's him. And he was he was among so many good uh, uh, performances. He was probably the the best. If not, he was in the top two uh, as Oswald Cobblepot. And he's getting a spinoff series. And I'm so glad that he is. Now, the good thing about this is the previews thus far of the series has Colin Farrell as Oswald Cobblepot dropping F-bombs all over the place. And they are saying that this same exact type of uh, feel in it in the uh, in the um, Penguin series will be in the next The Batman film part two going forward, which means that more than likely it's going to get an R rating. That would be fantastic if the next Batman film would be R-rated, pretty much like the uh, series for uh, for the Penguin will be. If it is, it'll be the first time in probably ever that a Batman film had this darker, grittier edge and R-rating type of edge. Um, look, man, I, I said it uh, on the last episode of, uh, going out of last season. The Batman was almost my absolute favorite movie last year <laughs> it was it, it it was damn near perfect and i mean that uh so if they do get a little darker and go forward with this can't wait to see it it's gonna be good so in doing the news i can't always just give you good stuff i gotta give you the bad stuff too which is where these last two stories are going to reside before we get out uh get done with this here so it was admitted by netflix over the uh, last couple of days that they are in fact changing a bunch of the lore for the witcher going forward and that pissed off a lot of fans of the series and so much so that now everybody is reminding netflix that hey isn't that exactly what henry cavill said when he left the series that you denied right off the bat 
yeah, they basically got caught with their hands in the cookie jars and they basically snitched on themselves. So it, it seems that it was true that when Henry Cavill left the series, he left specifically because they kept changing the lore. Uh, and I find it kind of funny is because Netflix said they hired Henry Cavill in the first place to play Geralt of Rivia because he was such a fan of the lore and the series. <laughs> that kind of just that just goes to show you that Netflix is starting to lose touch with not just um, the people who are um, um, fans of the site itself, but people who are fans of certain shows, the nerds, the you know the people who watch certain things specifically because they love stories uh, in the in the fantasy genre. So Netflix needs to get their shit together because they are going to start losing people left and right more and more. They're losing people now, but they're going to lose a hell of a lot more people if they keep down this uh, path of changing so many things uh, in, in stories and lore that don't need to be changed. And this last story, it's weird. I don't know if it's 100% true. It's being told to me. Uh, I'm going to have to wait to see how it develops and I'll give you as much of it as I can as I go along. But it seems that Brie Larson is pissed off by the fact that the movie the marvels is the marvels so it was originally titled captain marvel 2 right and it was subtitled the marvels because they were adding in um ms marvel and pulsar monica rambo and kamala khan but the fact that they went ahead and changed it to just straight up the marvels and rewrote the script to incorporate more of uh, Iman Vellani as Kamala Khan and Tiona Paris as Monica Rambeau. It seems that that is making uh, uh, Brie Larson angry. She was expected to have uh, top billing in the movie and be in the film basically as the only hero. But it seems that she's going to have to be sharing screen time with two other ladies. Now, if when she was presented with the film, and they told her to get her on to the set and on, you know, attached to the film that, hey, yeah, it's all going to be about you. And then at the last minute, they started changing it. Then, yeah, she actually does have a good gripe, right? If you're telling me, hey, we're doing this, we're doing A, B and C. And then once we get started, you decide, ah, well, instead, we're going to do D, E, F and X. And we're going to also add H and I into this. And you're basically going to have one third of the screen time, this, that, and the other. Yeah, I would be kind of mad too, because that is one hell of an audible to call. But like I said from the beginning, I don't know if this is true or not. This is just a report that was sent to me. I'm reading it and I'm telling you that it is a possibility. Um, as far as I've seen, there has never been a problem between Kamala Khan. I mean, not Kamala Khan, between Iman Vellani and Tayona Paris or Brie Larson. In fact, I've seen all three of them consistently saying how much they love being in the film uh, with the the other two and how much they, you know, kind of leaned on each other on how to present each other's characters and make each other look good. And, you know, this was uh, it's not really a chick flick, but at the same time, it's, you know, woman in power. They've all talked glowingly of each other and each other's characters being in this one film. Now, they could be all smoke and mirrors. They can all be, you know, shining the shit and, you know, you know, basically trying to throw us off the trail. I don't know. We shall see. Um, much like the whole thing with um, Henry Cavill playing Geralt and Netflix screwing around, which is why he left. It, it Stuff always comes out in the end. 
right so we shall see how it all goes when i figure it out or when i get more news i will present it to you and then you can make your own decision that's all the news i said he had a lot and that was a lot so i'm going to take a break when we come back we're going to step into creative corner and i am going to let you know about music the book and a possible film i'll be right back So you waited around long enough through that <laughs> that news segment. So here we are. I get to talk about all the personal stuff that is going on behind the scenes. And I am very happy to talk about it. Now, I can't give you every little detail. I'd rather wait until things are, are uh, you know, ac actually complete and ready to go before I give you all the details to it. But I can give you previews. And that's what I want to do right now. Um, first and foremost, I don't know if anybody knows, but I am an audiophile. I love music. I have talked about music tons of times over and over. I'm not, I don't I don't just only listen to K-pop. I actually listen to everything. I like every single type of music there is out there. I play a few instruments. Uh, mainly among those is the is the uh, viola and the violin. Those are my first uh, two instruments I ever learned to play, and I still. I still play from time to time around house. Um, but yeah, I love music. And when I was younger, I fancy myself as a rapper. Now I wasn't that great. I did actually flirt with, um, getting a contract to a major label when I was younger. That's the little piece of trivia. You probably didn't know. Um, but it didn't work out. It, I didn't like the, you know, details of the contract. So we didn't sign it and that kind of went by, but I did have fun making music. Making music was, a big part of my life for a long time before I stopped doing it. But over the last, I would say last two years, maybe ever since the end of the pandemic, I have, I have been thinking about going back to making music, not so much to make money, but just because I enjoy making music, just like I enjoy doing this. So after talking with a few friends of mine and meeting some other folks through them, I have decided to start making music again. Um, it will be all different types of music, hopefully. Um, and maybe who knows before the year is over, I might even put out an EP. I'm not trying to do a big album and, you know, win a Grammy, not that winning a Grammy act would actually mean anything to me because I think that's, it's a, a horrible thing. I don't, I don't like the Grammys. That's a whole different topic though. Um, but yeah, I would probably do an EP just to put music out there because i love music and i like making music so cross your fingers that a few things fall into place over the next couple of weeks and then if i actually do make an ep or even if i do make some music that i want you to hear i will let you know where you can hear it and more likely it'll be on spotify i have my own channel and stuff like that but yeah that's that's number one number two the book now i told you last season that i was writing a book i have been writing this same book for about i would say about five years on and off and it's one of those things where it started as a passion project um outside of writing music the first thing that i ever actually fell in love with was just writing making stories letting my mind wander and coming up with you know uh characters and stuff like that um i did that in high school a lot i did it a, a ton in college um but i started writing a book uh, a few years ago and just somehow another life got in the way and I didn't finish it. Didn't even come close to finishing. Over the last, I would say last year, my wife, Nikki, has 
pretty much badgered me into finishing the book. She said, even if you never sell a copy, the fact that you uh, finished it would be, you know, something that you can look back on and celebrate. And it's something that you can show your kids. And she was right. She was absolutely right. So I have been plugging away little by little day after day trying to finish this book. And it, it actually is very close to being finished. Uh, as soon as I can figure out how to wind the uh, book up and have a, a a solid ending to it, then I am going to send it to an editor I know to go over it for grammatical errors and stuff like that. Then I'm going to send it to another friend I know to get the cover design and stuff like that. And then I want to print it. I'll sell it myself. I'm not trying to go to some big publishing house and have them take all the money when I can do it myself through like Amazon or one of these other self-publishing sites. There are tons of them out there. So, and I'm going to do that. That is almost done. Crossed my fingers. I was hoping it'd be done by March. My birthday's in a couple of weeks. I was hoping it'd be done by then, by then. And you know, it'd be like a birthday present to myself. I would present it to you all, but it's still not done, but it's close. So I am going to tentatively set a date uh, for May that it will be done and at the very least headed to the editor and then I'll work on the cover with my other friend uh, while it's at the editor so maybe it'll be done in May and then maybe around June I'll let you know that it's completely done and you can start buying it and where you can buy it now the big thing the movie now I can't talk openly about it much um the gentleman with the studio that I have been talking to over the past few weeks. This is very recent, by the way. Um, I submitted a story treatment to him and the beginnings of a script. And they liked it. And they said, well, how soon can you finish it and get us a script? I said, I don't know. I'm not a screenwriter. I don't pretend to be a screenwriter. <laughs> I understand how difficult screenwriting is. And I made him a promise. I said, I'll tell you what. If I get it to you, give it an honest read. Give me your honest feedback. Even if you don't make it into a film, even if you don't like it, just honest feedback. That's all I ask. He said, tell you what, send it to me. I'll give you honest feedback and I'll let you know. So maybe, just maybe, there will be a movie and the screenwriter byline will be my name. So things are starting to fall into place. These are all things that I have wanted to do with do in my life for years and I've always backed away from them for one reason or another. Um, maybe it's just fear of rejection or, you know, fear of success. That is a real thing. If you don't believe me, trust me, it is a real thing, but I have always backed off these things for one reason or another over the years. And I have finally gotten tired of backing away from them and not pursuing these things. And now I am going to, I'm going whole hog at these things, uh, over this calendar year. One of them, I hope <laughs> will catch fire and that creativity that that is in me will not so much be satisfied, but it will open the door to, for me to branch out and be even more creative because I love to create things. I love making music. I love writing stories. I love writing <laughs> books, obviously, and now movies. Who knows? Um, but yeah, all, all three of those things are coming for me in one fashion or another. And when they are complete and when they are completed and I am ready to present them to you, I will let you know. And I am just so happy that I could tell though, tell these things to you and share them with you. And I hope when they are done, I am going to put it into the atmosphere that they will get done. And when they are done, I will present them to you and share them with you. And then hopefully we can get together and 
you know, <laughs> talk about it some more. Uh, I'll be right back for the last call. So it's time for us to get out of here. I want to thank you all very much for tuning in. I hope the episode wasn't too long. Uh, Like I said before, I'm just going to try to keep these episodes real short. Uh, Give you information, give you news, give you a little fun. Hang out with you for a few minutes and then let everybody get on with their their weekend, with their lives. Uh, Before we go, obviously, I'm going to give you this week's weekend watch list. Now, it's short. It's only two entries total. Uh, but they are series, so you can just spend the entire weekend watching just these. That's all I'm going to be watching. And then I'll get on Twitch later on tonight. Uh, the And speaking of Twitch, the link for Twitch will be in the description for this episode. So you can click on that and come watch me later on tonight uh, while I play around and show you just how bad I am at playing video games, actually. Uh, first up on our weekend watch list is Carnival Row Season 2. I love Carnival Row. I am so sad that this season that they just actually finished up uh, season two is that's all there, there there's going to be. Um, actually, I don't even know if they're finished yet. I had, I didn't even know that they had re- finally released season two. I thought it wasn't uh, the season wasn't going to start until like April. But here it is. They're already into it. It started in early February and here it is middle of March pretty much. So I'm going to watch season two. It is as much of it is as it is but anyway like i said this is the last season for it they've already announced that there won't be a season three that it's basically canceled after this season uh i love the first season love the show i'm glad to hear that they have a second season they should have really advertised this show more i would have i would have been on top of it had they done it um but yeah that's on amazon prime and the other the other entry for this uh week's weekend watch list is nier automata it's an anime based on if i'm not mistaken it's based on a web series and a video game don't quote me on that but if but i remember it clearly and it is really good i'm i'm interested in very very interested to see how this translate from the original to an anime you don't really see that happen very often they translate something from from one thing to an anime usually go from an anime to something else but this is being transformed into an anime so i'm very interested to see how good they make it and how close to the source material it actually is and after i watch the entire thing i'll come back and let you know really what i think of it um i have no idea where i'm going to watch this at i am going to have to dig through some of the streaming sites that i have for anime and all the other things and see if i can catch it somewhere but um it's if i'm not mistaken it's only six episodes long so i'll get to that outside of that i'm not going to do anything i'm going to get on twitch later on i'll probably play destiny um tonight uh when i get on which will probably be around probably probably 8 39 o'clock either way and we'll figure out what i'll figure out what i'm gonna play you if, if you catch up with me you'll see exactly what i'm playing while i'm playing it uh but so uh yeah when, if you're not doing anything come on over to twitch tonight and say hi and hang out with me for for a little while i won't stay on there too long because everybody has to get sleep <laughs> i know lord knows i do um but yeah um thank you very much for tuning in i hope you all have a wonderful weekend hug your family kiss the babies kiss each other hold hands this that and the other uh just to get out there have some fun if you if you are you know inclined to do so just don't drink and drive and take care of yourselves take care of each other and we will end this episode like we always do for nikki rev and for my producer nikki rev i say god bless i love you and peace see you next time Listening to the Tweakle Podcast.